Welcome to the It's All Fine and Danji podcast, where hosts Dan and Angie talk with creatives, small business owners, charities, and all kinds of interesting people. It's all real talk. It's all fine and dangy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 200. 200. It's all fine and dangy podcast. That was our 200th intro right there. So, oh my goodness. You know, <laughs> I, we had big aspirations for 200, but when you're in the middle of a move, I was thinking about this yesterday. It takes a lot of tenacity just to keep making sure you take some time to record the show just to keep it rolling. In fact, mm-hmm. we've got some friends that are starting a podcast and I don't want to announce who because they don't want to say anything yet, but that's the trick. Remember, do you remember you did the stats that you looked up on how many new podcasts only make it past the first past one episode? Yeah. Not even past one episode. They record one episode and then that's it. It, it was such a high number. That's too. crazy. I don't remember, but yeah. So it's a lot of work. It is, and we love it, but 200 episodes later, here we are. So we are so excited for this new year, for guests that we're lining up for to start. Uh, we plan to start interviewing in March. Mm-hmm. But, Studio uh, will be done. Yeah. We'll feel comfortable having people over into it where it just doesn't look like... Oh, look, we threw some crap together. Come sit in our space, in our studio. You know what, though? I'm surprised. I mean, it's. I'm not saying this is like a uh, Hollywood production or anything, but I'm surprised at just how good it's turning out. It's starting to look pretty nice. Yeah, it's looking really nice. We've got the table put together. We've got, well, you've, I mean, you pretty much did the table, but... Um, so we got the table all put together. We're doing the style a little different than we've done before. Yeah. So I kind of love, like, we've just metamorphosized every time we've done a podcast studio. It's been a little different every time, and I love that. Uh, me too. And, you know, um, I started making a series of YouTube videos. I've been planning on doing this forever, but just how to start a podcast and what equipment do you need to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And we'll go from easy all the way up to sort of a semi-professional or prosumer stuff that we have, but uh, I'm having fun doing that too, like recording these little clips, like this is all you have to do for that. So anyway. Well, you love video editing and kind of putting music with it and voiceover and stuff like that. So that is like right up your alley. But I think that's a great um, YouTube series to have out there because you can start with, you know, really super expensive stuff, but let's face it, most people aren't going to be starting a podcast like that. So right. it's good to kind of know where we started and kind of how we have grown into some more of the advanced kind of um, products Equipment. that we have. Yeah. Right. And, and you know, right now we're recording on wireless remote mics that we normally use for remotes, but we're kind of taking the lazy way now because we're on the couch and the studio's halfway built. That's because it's warm in the living room. <laughs> That's while we're sitting out here. That's exactly <laughs> right. But there, for me, there is a notable difference in quality when you get on the, you know, the good mics. Um, but, you know, we start, if you have like a MacBook, especially now, if you have a Windows computer, it's a little more challenging. But if you have a MacBook... You can start a podcast with by buying two forty dollar mics and uh, and honestly you're good to go. It's yeah. it's that's all the investment and it sounds pretty decent. Yeah. But yeah, we've been painting and Angie, you uh, you painted those chairs. We got uh, four chairs. These are commercial grade good, restaurant. Good deal on those chairs. Yeah, they're like restaurant chairs. They normally run about one hundred fifty bucks each. We're talking like steel, heavy duty. We got them for ten. 
bucks each. Ten dollars each. That was a steal. And then we decided to spray paint them just to match the aesthetic in yeah. the podcast room. And then I covered the seats. So it's going to look really good once it's all put together. I agree. And we, yeah. So we actually found those on Facebook Marketplace. Didn't you find them there? I did, yeah. And we met Melody and John, who owned owned for 17 years a local small restaurant. And in Hendersonville. In Henderson, in Hendersonville, yeah. 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 And um, they are retiring. So they were selling everything in the restaurant. They so, were a very cool couple. See, yeah. this is the thing. This is the, I talked about the collateral friendships that we've made just from the podcast mm -hmm. and we want to have them on just to hear their story about how they had a successful business for years they decided to retire but just still supporting small business but just hearing that journey and they were yeah. just so friendly and so chill and so you know they they had this cool little pizza parlor it was called two guys pizza mm-hmm and when we went in there, I mean, the bar is still up. You know, they got stuff still all over the walls. It's, it's And then it converted to a vegan restaurant. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. So that's why I really want to hear their, the story of like that transformation and then kind of where their journey's taking them now. You know, it's cool to hear the, the stories of business owners, especially in the restaurant world, because it's that's your life. Yeah. Like it is your life. And... For somebody that's been in the business for 17 years, plus they've probably been in it for longer than that, but they just own that particular place for 17 years. Um, but it's it's nice to hear the stories. I agree. That, and, you, you know, know, I know our podcast is focused on supporting small business, but, you know, the, part of the reason the intro currently says, and all kinds of interesting people, is because sometimes, to me, just hearing someone's life journey, like what they've done and what they've been through and they're, especially if it's someone that's kind of upbeat and interesting and just friendly, I don't know how to explain it, but it's mm -hmm. just, that's what life's all about. Like our journey and hearing that journey is inspiring. Sometimes it's heartbreaking, but it's just, it's interesting to me. So yeah, they said they'd be interested in coming on. So we're going to have to map that out yeah, as definitely. we get the studio done. Yep. Time to start sending those invites out. It is. <laughs> we're, we're, we're slowly but surely making our way through some of the small businesses here in, in the Asheville area, Candler, Hendersonville, kind of all over the place. Cause we've been exploring. We have. And uh, one thing I wanted to mention before we get into where we've been a uh, week ago, Friday. So I don't, I don't know, seven, eight, 10 days ago, we got snow. We got like enough snow to visibly see that we have snow and go play in it and make snowballs. And I mean, it was. Well, you did. <laughs> well, you, yeah. Me and Mackenzie did. Angie it, has seen snow before. <laughs> Angie stays inside when it snows. And I look outside the lovely pane glass window that we have in the living room and watch it fall. I'm it's telling beautiful. you. To me, it's the best of both worlds here in this area, in the Asheville, North Carolina area, because the snow that you do get is, you know, it's just enough to sort of play in, and then it's then it's like gone. In a couple of days, it was gone. There's no sludging through it for weeks. There's no shoveling. There's no... But it was really neat. I mean, everything was solid white here. It's uh, I've yeah. never lived anywhere where it's You know snowed. what you did get to do, though? You did get to learn how to drive in the snow. <laughs> I did. And uh, you, you know what I learned? venture out in it. I learned that driving in snow is no big deal at all. It's no. the ice <laughs> that you want to watch out for. Uh -huh. Driving in snow, as long as the roads are plowed, yep. which around here they were all cleared, it was fine. Um, just watching for ice. 
I did stop at a convenience store right after all of that to get a water and I parked in a frozen puddle and started to get out and almost slipped down and busted my butt. And so that's where the danger is. You slipped down and busted your butt in the backyard when you were walking down our um, very steep incline into the backyard. Oh, we said we weren't going to talk about that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're the one that wished you had it on film, okay? I know. So. I, ch- I did check the cameras, but I did the typical Florida man in the snow thing, playing with the dog. And I walking down the hill in tennis shoes, and I'm like, it's snow, not ice. But I had already been down a few times, and it had packed down. Mm-hmm. So I fell down so hard on my left hip, elbow, shoulder, and wrist that that was 10 days ago. And my wrist is still sore. It's just getting to where I can pick up stuff. So yeah, that was mm-hmm. that was Fun. my thing. But. Well, we did get to venture out on Friday for date night. Yes, and I, been... I had been pa- we had been passing this restaurant that was just like very intriguing looking to me. And so, I, first of all, I wanted to make sure it was a small business, so I looked it up. It's called Little Pearl, and I did I researched a little bit. There are two locations, but they only have two, so it's still a small business. It and they had the original one was in Key West, so obviously, you know, it's like. You would think it's only a seafood place, but it really wasn't. Yeah, I wonder if they have different menus for the two. Do you know? I mean, I would think maybe the one in Key West might be a little more heavily leaning towards the seafood just because of the area it is. Yeah. But the food was phenomenal. It was so good. I actually wrote down what we got because we posted it on our YouTube channel or uh, Facebook channel. Uh, A YouTube video of us eating would probably be weird. Um, (laughs) But we started yeah, off gross. with uh, beef cheek dumplings and then crispy Brussels sprouts with black garlic, sweet soy, and pickled beets. They are the best Brussels sprouts I have ever had. Sorry, Denny Tornator. They were phenomenal. If he comes up, we have to take him to try those, though, because they're different than his, yeah. you know? But they almost felt, I asked if they were air fried because they were so light and crispy. Yeah. And a lot of times when you eat Brussels sprouts, they're heavy and maybe the outside's crispy and the inside is still, you know, it's like a little steamed kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Not these. Yep. They were crispy the whole way through. Well, that's because they're full on fried fried too. They're not, uh, they're not just, you know how like Denny, the thing about Denny's that I do love is that they're broiled. So they're not bad for you. These definitely are good for you. Well, she did say that they bake them. And then they fry them. And then she dips them in the fryer real quick. So they're not in there a long time, just enough to maybe give it that crisp. Yeah, yeah. But what I did notice about the cuisine there is that a lot of it is kind of like Asian inspired. So a lot of like miso and soy and and, um, kind of like Thai... Thai flavors almost, you know what I mean? Like a little bit of the sp- sweet and spicy kind of. Yeah, that's a good call for yeah, sure. So, but if you noticed, most of the dishes had that kind of feel to it. Pickled beets and things like that. Yeah, well, you had that uh, oyster fried rice and that had, that was a uh, general, general, how do you say that? General Sal's? General Sal. Um, which is that spicy flavor that's in stuff, but that was really good too. It had like slaw and peanuts and poached mm-hmm. egg and little crisps in it. Is that our dog is not happy that we're not giving her <laughs> enough attention right now. She's growling. Well, she's going to get a puppy soon, so she'll have a play toy all the time, won't you, Mackenzie? Yes. Mm-hmm. She's growling here in yep. case you hear. Uh, and then we finished it off with a grass-fed burger with butter-poached Maine lobster on the burger. It had like this mustard aioli, 
and pickled green tomatoes. That was interesting flavors. It was very interesting. It's very tart. It's that... not your typical burger. Yeah. Definitely. Which is, usually when you go to a place like that, that you can tell the cuisine is very chef inspired. You know what I mean? Like they're making up, they, they know how to put flavors together. They really do. And I'll tell you what, I, I'm going to be honest. We probably overdressed a little bit to go in there. So if you're in the area and you want to go to Little Pearl in Asheville, North Carolina, it's very casual and it looks almost like mm-hmm. a Chipotle in there, the way it's decorated. But, but see, f- I was looking at the menu and the food and it looks so fancy that the, I'm like, this has to be a fancy place. I mean, it is. It, that's what I was going to say. The food is nicer. I mean, the place is nice. It's it's totally nice. It's just not fancy. But it's the, like a, yeah, it's like a bar feel, yeah. like a seafood bar. Totally. You can you go know? in there with a t-shirt and jeans on, no problem. But you problem. can go dressed up too. Nobody was like looking at us with a side eye or anything. No. I mean, you can go to McDonald's dressed up if you want to. <laughs> you but can do whatever you want. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. But I will say the food is going to surprise you because the place seems more casual than the food. I mean, it's mm-hmm. delicious. And then yeah, they have a really small amount of liquor in the liquor bar, but their vodka martinis were amazing. So it's just, um, that place is a definite hit. We will definitely yeah. be back. Mm-hmm. Yep, that is definitely a good one. Uh, Saturday, definitely. we got rained in. It was very rainy. Definitely. Definitely rains here a lot, just like Florida. We sound like rain, man. <laughs> definitely. Definitely <laughs> rains a lot. But it does. Yeah, we have had quite a few rainy days, and yeah. I think that's because of the the um, dew point or whatever that we have here, because we're you know in the mountains. Yeah, and I think you know before we came up, we knew that uh, people would say, "Oh, you know, it rains just as much up there." Yeah, it does. You're right. It's uh, it, it does. Yeah. But it's, you know, I don't know. In between the rain, the weather has just been really fun for me. Yeah. The cold has been a nice... If I, I posted on Instagram about this, but it feels like my first real winter. Yeah. Well, you know, and when you're in Florida, you know, like at certain times of the year, it's going to rain at three o'clock. So get all your crap done. Yeah. It's a little different here. It's that. all, it's, it's random. It's like all day yeah. or, you know, but it's okay. We still have been really enjoying our time outside when we get outside. So Saturday was a no-go for hiking. Yeah, it was, that's been our normal hiking day. Yeah, it's either been a little too cold or rainy. I think it rained on Saturday, so we went on Sunday this time. We went back to a place that we've been to before. We went to the Dupont National Park, and we went to Hooker Falls and Triple Falls. You Don't said ask me. Hooker, and it's called Hooker. I did say Hooker. We're gonna roll the tape back. <laughs> it sounded like Hooker. We're gonna roll the tape back. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> yep, Hooker Falls. I don't know why they call it Hooker Falls. I didn't read the little thing that they had there, but it is named after a person. Oh, Hooker Falls is? A hooker Falls. Not a, not a hooker, but an actual, like, T.J. Hooker. It's That's who it's named after, T.J. Hooker. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. <laughs> no, but, you know, they have, like, little stands that give you some information about, you know, why the place is named what it is. I just didn't have a chance to stop and read it. Well. So. But it was so gorgeous. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful falls. And it's a very popular, you know, like the DuPont National Forest. There's, you know, if you come up here and you're traveling and you're a tourist, you're going to be hitting those trails, of course, you know, because they're very well take, you know, what are you paved paths? They're not paved. But what do I want to it's say? It's like gravel. They're very well traveled. They're wide too. It's like yeah. uh, you know some of these hikes that we do. It's like a tiny little trail you're following along the edge like of the you're mountain. Barely passing somebody. This when they're is coming towards yeah. You. I mean, you could walk four people wide. Yeah. Lots of dogs. Tons of dogs. 
tons of dogs. And she did so good not barking at other dogs on the leash. I was so very proud of her. Yeah. She, and, you know, you talked about how we went to uh, Little Pearl, but we've made that our little tradition that it's on, on hiking day. We're going to stop and grab lunch somewhere on the way mm-hmm. back. So yep. this, that we went, Little Pearl was date night, but we did stop at the Stone Ridge Tavern. We, well, we brought Mackenzie home first. Is it called Stone Ridge Tavern? Yeah, you got it. Stone Ridge Tavern. Um, We brought her home first because she was wiped out. And that also because mama didn't want to eat outside. Because when it's cold out, no, I need my my phone, my food to stay warm. A lot of places aren't even having outdoor dining right now, I think, just because it's winter. So it's not. Yeah, we did call several places like on the way home and they were all closed outdoors. So next time we just have to prepare a little. I like being spontaneous, but it's a little too hard when you're like out on the road. You need to kind of know where you're going to go. It's true. And find the spot before we leave. Now, that being said, we did have a little restaurant we wanted to go back and visit that we did a few years ago. Um, After we had done the DuPont Trail. Yeah. we There was a little restaurant in that area, remember? And then it was really good food. Yeah, they were closed, though, and right? And they were closed. Yeah. They're only open till 2, so next time we have to plan better. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> I don't remember the name of that place either, but I do remember this. On the way out there for hiking, we... Oh, i got to take this squeaky toy away. Nope, that's too squeaky right <laughs> now. Mackenzie's got her favorite chicken squeaky toy, and Mom just hit it, and she's never going to find it until I lean back on it and it squeaks. Yeah, this is why I cannot wait to have the podcast studio. So I'm not dancing around the room trying to keep a dog busy while I'm trying to talk. On just feels a little less uh, really into the conversation when I'm doing that. But um, I do remember this on the way out there to hike. I had to stop at a convenience store because I had to use the restroom. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm not going to get into it, but I'm a very private person about using the restroom and. I rushed in because I feel like I'm holding this up. You know, I'm always that kind of person where I feel like I I don't want to be the one to slow us down for the day. So I rush into this convenience store. I notice they have a full-blown restaurant, not quite open yet, but in the back corner. And I'm thinking, that's pretty cool. I've never seen a restaurant in a convenience store. Rush to the restaurant, rush into the restroom, go to the stall, whatever. As I'm leaving, I hear a lady's voice out in the hallway tell someone, I'll be right back. And then I hear the door open. Then I hear the stall next to me open and shut. And I'm like, I think there's a lady in the restroom here. So all of a sudden she says to me, oh my goodness, I don't have any toilet paper. Do you mind handing me some? And I said, not a problem. And then I waited a second and I got a water tissue and I put it under the door and I go, am I in the ladies' restroom? And she said, yes, you sure are, honey, but it's fine. I'm glad you were over there because I need some toilet tissue. Don't worry about it. So I went into the women's restroom, and another lady came in there. And all I could think when I left in a rush was, oh, my gosh. I still washed my hands. Oh, my gosh. What if, like, a little girl or something came in there? I know. I that, would have been That's when it's terrifying. Mortified. So. like... Yeah, you'll be, what are you doing in there? Oh my God. I would have just hid in the you know, stall it's funny. until when everybody we left. Went, after you did that, when we went to Stone Ridge. Yeah. Was it Stone Ridge? Stone Ridge Tavern, yeah. Yeah. I um, When I went to the restroom before I left, I almost walked into the men's. <laughs> what is going on with us? Oh, what is happening? Uh, anyway, oh, that, my was my, that was my 
bonehead move of the day. But Stone Ridge Tavern, anyway. I have eaten there three times now. Yeah. And that place is good. Every, I mean, it's almost like a mom and pop outback. But Yeah, but it's even better. It's, it's nicer <laughs> than an outback. Yeah. But it gives that vibe. And I personally love outback as far yeah. as chains go. They have like a really... Um, diverse menu though like you could take anybody there and everybody could get something it's a great that point they would like they have like some italian cuisine some greek cuisine um barbecue type style food lots of great appetizers they have an asian dish that is yeah. amazing by the way yeah. i've had that one the chicken stir fry so i'm like wow this is like really a nice like kind of a, a nice um place when you have an eclectic group and we, i we, like bet- we got a place we could go I got to try their steak. I haven't had a steak there yet, but I bet it's mm. good based on everything else I've had there. Now, that being said, we have been cooking at home most of the time. so We make it sound like we're eating out a lot, but the whole point is we're trying to promote small business and we don't have guests on yeah. yet. So we're really mm-hmm. plugging the times we do go out. But yeah, we eat at home most of the time, for sure. Hey, there's a countdown, countdown. It's happening. 19 days. Let's count it out. 19. 18. 18. Yeah. Yep, till we get little Ollie, little Oliver. Okay, we'll stop talking about him, but he's the cutest little thing. Oh he really gosh. is. And That's just coincidentally, you know, I think we told you guys that we our do. breeder is retiring. Mm-hmm. And uh, she called us tonight, right before we started recording the podcast. Oliver's three sisters. So long story short, our breeder moved to Kansas to retire. She had one more litter left. The market for corgis, especially in that area, is terrible. And it just hasn't been, you know, here it was, or here, back in Florida, when she was in Tennessee and we were in Florida, she was, you know, that was a, yeah. she had merged two whole companies together. They were so busy. Well, here, she just, she can't find interest. The market's getting kind of poisoned by people that are doing like breeding dogs with other dogs and selling them for 300 bucks. Mm-hmm. She is all about protecting the breed. These are triple... What are they called? Uh, triple clear. Triple clear genetically and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Anyway, she gave away three girl puppies. And I say gave away, not is giving away. Because she called us and said, you know, I never do this, but I trust you guys. If you know anyone that you can recommend. And how long did it take you Less and I, than 45 Angie? minutes. 45 minutes to find all three of them homes. So people you, are going to... These are to, only people we would approve, too. Yeah, so. they're going to drive or and fly separately. It's two different groups up to Kansas to get these puppies. So we were so happy. Yay, they're going to have uh, good homes. To find them a they're new home. cutie, the patooties. And she is rehoming some of her, her dogs that bred, too. Yeah. She's fixed them and wants them to have good yeah, homes. Yeah, the breeder, yeah. And she's very responsible breeder, you know, only breeds them a certain amount of times. Then they go, you know, and have a good life and and um, all beautiful, sweet dogs. Indeed. In fact, she said if she didn't get rid of them, she was going to keep them. Like she, if she couldn't find she a, would, yeah. a reputable home for them, she's going well, to she keep them. she was going to keep our boy. I know. No. We did not get our boy for free, but you know what? I feel like um, it was worth just helping her to support a small business. Yeah. Yep. I think so too. Um, And speaking of small business, I have started doing like a little write-up for our businesses that we we, um, have had on the show or just local businesses in Florida. I'm starting up a little partnership thing with some of the small businesses in Florida in conjunction with the Linwood Lounge. So stay tuned for that because 
I can't talk when you're not facing me, Daniel. I just turned away to pet the puppy for a minute. You're ignoring me. We're having a conversation. I turned away for one minute to pet the little puppy. She took my spot on the couch when I got up. She really did. She really did. But I can't just talk. I need to see you. Okay. That's, that's, That's what needs to happen. Okay. You got it. Anyway, so yeah, so stay tuned for that. We're ho- I'm hoping to do something cool with the local um, restaurants and stuff like that in conjunction with the Linwood Lounge. To yeah, help, I know what to you're help doing. when people are there to kind of get them to go out in the community more instead of just do all the normal stuff. And so. to go to mom and pop places instead of the yes. chains and the which they have been doing. Yep. I have had lots of people looking in our guidebook and asking me for recommendations, and then they'll let me know. Oh my god, it was amazing! So it it definitely works making the suggestions of the kind of. Get, leading them in the right direction of where to try. I know. I love that too, because I there, I wish there was a better way for us to track it and maybe we'll work on that. But we started having business owners back in Florida, like Denny, tell us that people came in that we, you know, that had said they heard about uh, um, his restaurant on our show. And I'm like, wow, I wish we mm-hmm. knew that. Like, I wish yeah. we knew what those metrics are, but it's, it's awesome that it's working. And I just want to say, you know, we appreciate you guys kind of Going through this this whole transition with us of moving up to North Carolina, I know we haven't had guests on for a while. We knew it was going to be a few months of that. Uh, and now that we're starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel and we're starting to line up guests, we'll get back in the rhythm of what we were doing before. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's been neat and we appreciate all of the messages and such about, you know, just your your following us on our journey and uh we're excited to get guests back on though yeah we are excited to get yeah. guests back on but i just wanted to give one more thank you i know i think i said this on the last episode but thanks for you know tuning in and, and even though we're like sporadically every other week and then three weeks we'll go right back to every week mm-hmm. once we have guests line up again and we're probably going to continue to do one week with guests one week without although there are inevitably going to be a few weeks in a row with guests once we get rolling just because you know we're full steam ahead now we want to get that podcast studio some use to get us sort of back in the rhythm of meeting with people and sitting down and chatting and stuff Mm -hmm. and we also want to say thank you for supporting us during 200 episodes no doubt got us to 200 episodes i mean sure we could have just done it and not had any listeners but the whole reason we did it is because we've had such or continued to do it as we had such great support from the small, the other small businesses yeah, and from the community. I know. And it's so funny because every once in a while you'll talk to someone, even like friends from work and I'll be like, Oh yeah, we, we did this thing. And they'll be like, yeah, I know I heard it on the podcast. So it's like, it's yeah. just cool. It's cool. How many people yeah. are so supportive of it. And we will be seeing a few of them, small business owners when we head back to Florida the first week of February. So We will pop in and say hello to whoever we pop in and say hello to. I don't know where we're going yet, but anyway. I have a few ideas, but yeah. yeah. Me too. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. And we look forward to bringing you some great places up here in the Asheville area that you can come check out when you're on vacation. And hey, and if you do come up on vacation, make sure to give us a message and let us know you're in town. We'll hit you up at a brewery. We'll come and hang out with you. No doubt. Yeah. Say when. Say when. That's right. So so um, thank you so much once again. And guys, remember, at the end of each and every day, it's, it's all fine and dandy. You've said that 200 times. 200. Probably more than that. Don't, not including the outtakes. You've said no. it 600 times <laughs> in the outtakes. <laughs>